Zakawani, the flying winger. Oh, goodness me! He doesn't need anybody, Steve Zakawani! Steve Zakawani was never fun <laughs> to stick up against. If it wasn't for Zakawani, none of this is possible. It's Steve! It's Steve! <laughs> this is so weird. Steve Zakawani! And what's up, everyone? Steve Zakawani here. Uh, we're back winging it with Zakawani. The season's definitely in full swing now. Uh, massive, massive victory for the Sounders in the first leg of the Champions League against Chivas Guadalajara. What a difference a few days makes in this sport. That's always one of the great things about um, being an athlete. I remember even in my career, you know, my rookie year especially, um, there was one game we had and played really, really poorly. Really, really poorly. And we were on the team bus after the game, heading to the hotel. And one of the veteran guys on the team looked at me and said, what's wrong? And I said, man, I had such a bad game and I'm not going to be able to sleep and I'm thinking about it. He goes, we have another game on Wednesday. He's like, in this sport, you always get the opportunity to make things right sooner rather than later. And that goes for individuals and the team. Um, Sunday, you know, I put a positive spin on it because the Sounders did play well in their opening game against LAFC in the league. But waking up the next day, it still feels flat. You've lost a game, a game you should have won against an expansion team. As much as you can try to make it positive, overall, it's a negative result and a negative feeling. A few days later, waking up after the Chivas game, everybody's feeling great. Big, big win for the Sounders. It's the kind of win they wanted. A goal, a clean sheet, and a strong performance. Got all three. One of the most popular questions we get on this podcast, and just in general, people I talk to, is about formations. 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3, all the different things. And I'm not so married to the idea of formation as I am to style. There's a difference. And for the Sounders, whether they're playing 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3, 5-3-2, 3-5-2, it doesn't matter. It's 11 v. 11. What really matters for a team is your style. And the style of play is dictated by two things. One, your personnel, and two, the coach's instructions. The personnel, just the kind of players you have. Who's going to be out there? What do they play like? And then it's the coach's job to put them in positions to be successful. The Sounders' style in the past couple of years has been very heavily possession-based, very heavily. And that's due to the personnel, Nico Lodero, Victor Rodriguez, the guys who are out there on the outside like to come inside, even if it's Harry Ship out there. Last night, the Sounders went a lot more direct, a lot more exciting on the counter-attack because that's what the personnel called for. And that was Handwala Bona in the beginning and then Henry Wingo when he came on. Same formation they've been playing, but the style was different. If Mourinho plays a 4-3-3 and Guardiola plays a 5-4-1, his 5-4-1 would probably still be a lot more attacking than Mourinho's 4-3-3. Formations in and of themselves aren't attacking or defensive. It's all about personnel and the coach's instructions. And for the Sounders last night, their coaching staff got it right. They went toe-to-toe against a Mexican powerhouse. Forget how they're doing in the league right now. That's a good team. Seattle went toe-to-toe. The first 20 minutes, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous because Chivas were popping the ball, pinging it, and I'm like, I've seen this before. I've been on the pitch against these teams chasing the ball. But Seattle hung in there, came back, and really at the end of 90 minutes, should have won two, maybe three nil. That might be the only negative, that they only got one. Aside from that, it's a fantastic result. And to think about the performances last night, 
obviously, Buana stands out. Dempsey got his goal. Winger got the assist. Everything's still going through Nico Lodero. Defensively, the sound was very strong. I thought Chad Marshall was fantastic last night. Stefan Fry came up big on two or three occasions when he had to. They got the performances where they needed them. The Sounders did. Next week, different story. Going to Chivas. I'm telling you right now, I have gone to play against Mexican powerhouses. And no matter how much you prepare, it doesn't prepare you enough. If they're on their game, you won't see much of the ball. They'll keep it from you. You'll be chasing the game. The mistake you can't make is to start over-chasing. Get frustrated at lack of possession and going for it. And that might be challenging for a Sounders team who's built on possession, used to having a lot of the ball, to maybe not have it anywhere near as much in Guadalajara. What you have to do then is play on the counter. And the good thing about the Sounders team is now they're built to do both, to have the ball and be the dominant team or to sit back, absorb pressure and hit on the counter. And I don't think as good as Liga MX teams are that they're great at defending really quick, athletic, dynamic teams, which the Sounders have shown they now can be. So it's going to be a tough game. It's half time. It's not over. A one nil win is great. A clean sheet is great. The best thing for the Sounders is going out there and getting an early goal. Why? You get an early goal. Chivas now needs three. And as good as they are and can be, and I'm a big fan of the league down there. Asking any team to score three goals on Stefan Fry, Chad Marshall, Roman Torres, and that whole backline collective. That's tough. So, well done to the Sounders. Fantastic result. Brian Schmetzer got it right. Not formation, but the style he asked his team to play. He put the right players out there for what was needed. He could have gone with a safer option of a Harry Ship and someone with maybe a bit more experience. But he unleashed the young kid, Buana. He unleashed Henry Wingo because the way they play, League MX teams aren't built to defend against really quick, tricky wingers. Trust me, I know. And that paid off for the Sounders. And who else but Clint Dempsey to get the goal? And speaking of great Mexican teams and Mexican players and Chivas specifically, one of the legends of Mexican soccer is Gonzalo Pineda. He now sits on the Sounders bench advising Brian Schmetzer, working with the youngsters, being a big influence to Christian Rodan. If anyone has the correct insight on this particular matchup, it's Gonzo. And he'll be joining me next right here on Winging It with Zakawani. As always, hashtag AskZak to interact with me. I'll always do my best to give you the honest answers and we've had a few pretty good questions um, for this particular podcast and here is a couple of them let's get to it this one's loaded but I like it the question is is Lodero leveling out that's one is Dempsey going to return to full form that's two should we stop second guessing him as fans I guess that's like still two and what is the limit, if any, to Wingo's development? So let me kind of address this. Is Lodero leveling out? I think what the question means is, is he going to hit the heights of the first three months Nico played in MLS? Or is he come back down to reality? And I've heard that a lot with Nico. And I'm not on that side of the argument. This guy's fantastic. I've not seen many players at this level ever in this league. Always wants the board always trying to make things happen, wants to play every single game, whether it's an 
will be an Open Cup game or a Champions League game or training game. He wants to play. Gets hit so many times a game, comes back up. Everything goes through him. The team looks for him to be the man. And he wants that responsibility. Not every player does. So I think he's just getting better and better. We're just used to him now. We're used to the greatness of the man. That doesn't change anything about what he's done and is doing. In the prime of his career, a Uruguay international leading our charge, I'll take that. Dempsey returned to form. He's in form. For me, for me, this is Clint Dempsey now. It's not Clint Dempsey at 28 years old, even at 30 years old, tearing it up in the EPL. What Dempsey is now is a guy who will do a lot of his work centrally around the box, in the box, and putting the ball in the back of the net. That's not going anywhere. He'll do that till he's 50. Putting the ball in the back of the net. What you won't see is maybe him dropping deep and playing one-twos and beating people like he did when he played with Oba, especially in 2014 and 2015. What you'll see now is a guy who still drop deep, get his touches, find the ball, but really intelligent with his running, picking and choosing moments to go, and deadly as ever in front of goal. Another question here is, when Buana first signed, I read comparisons to Nagby, but he reminds me more of you than Darlington. What do you think Handwala's game will eventually evolve into? I don't know what his game's going to evolve into. What I will say, he's going to be a very good player because he has all the tools needed. I like him a lot. That's no secret. I've made no secret of that. I talked to him on Sunday after the game just to tell him, well done, well played. You got me out of my seat. Don't lose the stepovers and the tricks. Don't lose that. But find always the balance between being flashy and skillful and being effective. That's what I would say was my growth from year one to year two. I became extremely effective in the second year. I knew the right moments to do them. Rather than trying to beat the right back 10 times for the sake of it, and maybe getting two good balls into the box, I'd beat him four times, but get four quality balls into the box. That comes with experience, and he's going to have that. In terms of raw, natural ability, he has the full package already. Joining me next is a Liga MX legend, Mexican national team legend, the man who sits next to Brian Schmetzer on our bench now, a guy who played a big role in the Sounders support shield, Gonzalo Pineda, one of the best players I've seen play in a rave green shirt. And if anyone has insight into this particular matchup, a guy who's played for both teams and knows what it takes to win in Mexico, it's him. Stay tuned. More on Winging It with Zakawani. Here goes Seattle, Valdez left it really well, Dempsey, chance for Pineda, Gonzalo Pineda, yes, 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 Pineda with what could be the decisive goal, it's his first of the season. 2-0 Seattle, BC place silenced, the supporters' shield leaders are put on their heels and the Sounders are surging. All right, welcome back to Winging It with Zakawani. I am joined by Mexican football legend Gonzalo Pineda. And we're laughing right now because Gonzalo's a little bit upset with me because on Twitter I said that I think Atlanta has a good chance to win MLS Cup. So he asked, do I work for the Sounders or for Atlanta? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. 
Uh, it's okay. It's a joke. I understand, but uh, it was funny. It was funny to hear you saying that, and uh, it's okay. It's okay. No, um, you know, we will start there. I think the Sounders have a great team, but you know, to go back to a final is tough. To go three years in a row is very tough. That's why for me, if the Sounders can go back three years in a row, we're now talking about one of the best teams in MLS history. For you, do you think the team you have now, what you've seen so far, um, how do you feel in terms of your chances to even go back to an MLS Cup? Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, mm -hmm. I have to be honest. I know it's going to be tough, especially because all the teams, especially in this conference, they had good players now. Yeah. And, and now they, they signed a couple more good players and now with LAFC who who's going to be also a very yeah. competitive team uh, uh it's going to be tough but at the same time I think we're going to do what we normally do to fight till the end and try to compete uh we have a really good team and I'm very confident with the team we have experience a good balance between experience and young talent and uh and I still think if we can make the playoffs again yeah. I think we have good chances because of the the our our games at home are normally good and that's a big thing in yeah. playoffs so so yeah. I think yeah once we we are in playoffs I think we have good chances to advance yeah this team has won open cups support shield MLS cup never won Champions League it seems like that was a priority for you guys to rest some players go out and win your thoughts on last night's game And then your thoughts about the second leg? Well, first, uh, yes, yesterday was was very special. Uh, it was a really good game in terms of the soccer. We saw a really good uh, style uh, uh, with, uh, with, that we faced, who was Chivas. Uh, the way they press, the way they stay high, the way they, they went almost in a 1v1 situation, full field. It was tough. It's something that I never saw in the past with any team. And it was like uh, surprising a little bit. Uh, but uh, uh, once I say that, that I, it was great that our players matched the intensity of Chivas. That was great. Yeah. And uh, after that, we get the result. We could have done a little bit better, scoring maybe one or two more goals, which could be better for us. But for the second lap, I, I, I think we have big, big chances because we, we didn't concede a goal here, which is the first uh, yeah. tiebreaker. So that's going to be in our advantage if we score one goal there they have to score three. So that's yeah. something that's going to be in, in the back of our minds and, of course, something that is in, on our advantage, right? Yeah. You've played for both teams. Tell us you maybe don't understand just how big of a club Chivas is and what we can expect from them because they're under pressure in Mexico. The newspapers are killing them this morning and stuff. So uh, what, what can we expect from them in the second leg? And they're struggling in, in the league as well. Someone who knows very well what that club is like, what can we expect from them in the second leg? Well, uh, we, we're going to expect that they're going to fight till the end. That's the, the core of that club is fight always because, you know, it's only Mexicans and, and that's what we normally do in Mexico, <laughs> fight till the end. Even when we have no chances, we try to fight till the end. And, 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 and I expect a little bit of a battle down there. But at the same time, I know that if we start to play well, we start to, to get chances, especially in transition, maybe because they're going to try to keep keep us a little bit on our own half. So I think I expect a little bit of a, a battle down there. Uh, it's a big club, and you watched yesterday, like how many people for Chivas was yeah. in the stadium. That's that's Chivas. They are around the world. They they have big fans, and because of that, they are very uh, sometimes very aggressive against the team yeah. when when they don't uh, get a good result. 
So that's Chivas. Uh, for good or bad, they're a great team and, and a huge uh, team in Mexico. Yeah. Most players go from playing to coaching. You went from playing to TV first and now coaching. We'll talk about your coaching in a second, but you did TV for one year, I think. How did you enjoy that experience, being on TV? It was good, but uh, honestly, uh, it was, to me, it was like vacations for me. That's why <laughs> I wasn't nervous. Everybody said, hey, you did great down there. It's like, yes, to me, it was like vacations. I always knew that I want to be a coach at some point. So to me, it was, yes, I'm going to he be here for one, two, three years. And after that, I know that I'm going to start my career as a coach. I want to to take a little bit of a time, a break in my career, enjoy my family, having more time with my kids, with my wife. And uh, But uh, apparently Sounders didn't let me do that. And, <laughs> and they came with this great and beautiful offer that changed my life again. And uh, and I couldn't say say no to Sounders uh, for, for this type of uh, offer. And it was great. And I'm super happy now. But yes, about the, the TV, <laughs> the broadcasting, it was great too because great people in down there in Univision, yeah. great. It's, it's a family. And I, actually, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, great, great people. How has it been being back here as a coach now, um, playing for Brian Schmetzer when he was your assistant, now working with him, working with Jimmy and Preki now? How has the ex overall experience been? But also, what do you see as your role on that coaching stuff? Well, first of all, first of all, is is such an honor to me to 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 work for for a great person like Brian Schmetzer. I yeah. mean, everybody ask me about him as a coach and I say first of all he's a great guy I yeah. mean everybody knows that but as a manager now that I work with him it's fantastic the way he managed all of us mm -hmm. the respect he showed for all of us and 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 it's just like a great teacher for me also because uh, I had a lot of coaches in Mexico and I'm learning a lot a lot about Brian how he managed situations how he deals with big personalities how he managed players old players young players experienced players all those situations, I'm learning a lot. He's a great teacher, and he's always uh, willing to share uh, all all his uh, knowledge, and that's great for me. So yeah. I'm very happy uh, being part of the coaching staff, and that well, the role I have is just trying to help in whatever he he asks me for. You know, if he says you have to deal with this exercise or this, how what do you think tactically? I I normally I'm in charge of the scouting reports also mm -hmm. with with Robbie with Tom. Uh, but uh, I try to, to also uh, um, always ask questions to, to Jimmy, to Preki about the opponent, what they think. And, and we are a team down there, but it's mostly my responsibility and a little bit tactics. But we are a team. It's, it's not like uh, uh, I have to do something very specifically. It's, it's we are all the same. And every time Brian asks for something special, it's, it's just it can be whomever. Yeah. Right? You're a player who achieved so much during your career as a player. I know you're enjoying being the assistant now. I know you love your role here in Seattle. But when you think about the future, do you think maybe one day Mexican national team or coaching a team like Chivas? Like, what are some of your goals as a coach? Well, uh, I, of course I have uh, my, my expectations there. But if I'm honest, uh, I'm, uh, in my career as a soccer player, I always had this little uh, thing that is bothering me a little bit in the back of my mind, like I, I didn't play in Europe. Mm. So that's, that was to me a big uh, impact because I always dreamed with playing uh, in, in Europe, right? 
So now as a coach, probably right now my biggest goal is to coach in Europe. Yeah. It's something that I admire a lot, the passion and the way they, they perform in any league. Like I was there in, in England uh, in early in, in the year, and I enjoy that passion, the way they, they love football, the way the people talk about football. Mm. I love that. So probably it's one of my biggest goals more than... Right now, going to Mexico or coaching for, for a team in Mexico, I, I know that at some point I want to be in Europe. I don't know if I can achieve that, but I'm mm -hmm. going to fight for it, of course. Really good. Um, Mexico at the World Cup, what do you think? Well, big chances, as always. It's a tough group. It's a tough group. But uh, always Mexico has a competitive team. I trust a lot in, in Juan Carlos Osorio. He's a great, great coach, very smart And the players, to me, is uh, is one of the best generations in, in years, probably in history. I see a lot of players in Europe, a lot of players with good level, and they just have to show that in the World Cup. And, and I think we have big chances, but as always, you never know with Mexico, you know, sometimes we we have a big expectations for a team and then that doesn't happen. Yeah. And, 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 and I hope this is not the case and we actually can can make history right now with this group of players. Here's the last question I want to ask you. For me, I was talking about the time, the best player I played with when I was here was Osvaldo Alonso. But the best midfield partner Alonso had was you. When the two of you, one left foot, one right foot, playing one, two to each other with Clint and Oba in front of you, that team was unstoppable. The, the soundest team you have now is very possession-based. But I feel like now with Handwala, we've seen a little bit more from Wingo, there's now also the option of counterattack, speed and pace and that. Which style do you think best suits the players we have right now? I think still we're a possession team. I still think we're a possession team and thanks for the comment about me and Nossi, <laughs> but honestly, I, I disagree and this is honestly because I think Christian is much better player than me. <laughs> uh, and I say this honestly from he's, the bottom of my heart. I think fantastic. he's a fantastic player and his ceiling is bigger than mine. Yeah. So I think he's a great pair also for Ossi and, and the, the way he can change the pace and, yeah. and the, the way he close people down in midfield. He's very aggressive. I yeah. love that from Christian and also he's smarter every, every time. Mm -hmm. And uh, But uh, it, it, I think still we are a really good possession team. I think with Victor, with Nico, even Hendwala is more a possession guy. Yeah. And, and Ikram uh, and, and Dempsey, of course, they're possession guys. Uh, Christian, even Ossi, Gustav, mm -hmm. possession guys. So I think still we, we have that in the core. But now, of course, as you said, uh, now with Wingo and Hendwala sometimes, we have the, the option of also playing wide and playing with wingers and maybe take them on and, and, yeah. and, and take advantage of those situations. But... We're more a, a possession team. Yeah. Gonzo, always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. I promise you, if there's a final between Seattle and Atlanta, <laughs> the Sounders are going to win. Okay. I guarantee you. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm happy with that then. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on Winging It with Zakowani. And then Hendwala. I mean, that was the surprise for all of us. I mean, the kid played great. Uh, he came on and didn't have any fear of the game. There was no... There was no, you know, okay, this is a, this is this is Chivas, and you know, the game wasn't too big for him. Uh, I remember just talking to Clint about. It. I'm like, yo, Clint, uh, I'm really scared right now. And Clint's like, you know, you're here for a reason. You know, just do your thing. You know, they brought you here for a reason. Show, show the fans what you're about. He's just growing as the season goes on. He's getting better and better. Um, he has good pace. He can take people one on one. Um, you know, he just needs to get a little bit more games under his belt, get that confidence going. But uh, he shows that he's dangerous. Uh, the future's bright for him. It's ridiculous. You know, as a, as a teenager, you know, like, you're over here one second, you're playing with your 
your age, you're playing with uh, just normal kids, and next thing you're playing with is, you know, pros. Like, it's just, it's, you know, it leaves me speechless. At the same time, you know, it kind of shows that all the hard work I put in has, is starting to pay off. Fantastic stuff there, as usual, and as expected from Gonzo Pineda, uh, one of my favorite players to watch, for sure, and actually got a chance to play with him um, a couple of times last year in the Zach Scott testimonial and then in my own charity game that I did. So always great to have him. The Sounders did a lot of things right this week, and that leads me into my three big things. The first one is Brian Schmetzer got it right. And what do I mean by that? There was a lot said about the lineup choice for the LAFC game and prioritizing the Champions League over the league, the first game, the home opener. Schmetzer got it right. Both games, the Sounders dominated. The LAFC game wasn't a game where you know, a second team came out and got outplayed. No. It's a game where they came out, took it to LAFC after the first 15 minutes, had 20-plus shots, five or six good chances, and just couldn't find the back of the net. But had he played Roman Torres 90 minutes or Chad Marshall 90 minutes or Clint Dempsey to get the win versus LAFC, do the Sounders come out against Chivas and go toe-to-toe for 90 minutes? I doubt it. So the balance was right. He played the right players in both games and got good performances in both games, which was important for this team early in the season. Chad Marshall had so many blocks defensively. He was fantastic. He really was. Clint Dempsey got the goal. Those are two of the guys who didn't see the pitch on Sunday for the Sounders in the home opener. And they came out against Chivas and made big plays at both ends of the pitch. The coaching staff got it right with the lineup. You have to prioritize the Champions League over the league at this stage of the season. Just because at the, you look at the stage each competition is at right now. Number two leads right into that really is the depth of the Sounders right now may be as good as I've seen. I'm not saying this is the most talented Sounders team since 2009. We can have that conversation and argument another time. But depth-wise, because of the way you can build teams now with time and GAM and, you know, the DPs and homegrowns, there's all these ways of building a roster that never existed in, when I was in the league. So you can actually go out there and build a pretty deep squad where you can put two variations of a starting 11 out onto um, the pitch, one on Sunday, one on Wednesday. Whereas before, when I played, it was you had 11 guys, maybe up to 14, and after that, the drop-off was quite significant. Now you're going 18, 19, 20 deep, which you need in modern football. The depth may be as good as I've seen. The best Sounders team I played on, and I say this all the time, was the biggest underachieving team. It was 2013. Talent-wise... I've never been in training sessions at that level. Osvaldo Alonso, Eddie Johnson, Oba, Clint, Shari Joseph. Yes, he was old, but still a legend. I was on that team. Mario Rosales, Mario Martinez. Talent, left, right, and center. But we all know how that season ended. The depth of this team, though, is probably as deep as I've seen. And number three. Has the gap now closed between Liga MX and MLS? Sounders won. The Red Bulls won. Toronto won. All against Mexican teams. Has the gap changed? My honest assessment of that is to tell everybody to slow down. Because this, we won't know the answer to that 
until at least 2020 or 2022. It takes time. Mexican teams have been dominating this competition for years. A few good results doesn't change that. You have to come back year after year and do it consistently. The signs are positive, probably trending in the right direction. But we've beaten MLS teams, we've beaten Liga MX teams before, beat Monterey, we beat the powerhouse Santos team from back in the day. We have some ties against them. There's been good results before in this competition. The key, though, is actually winning that trophy. You know, if an English team now beats Barcelona, I'm not going to say that the Premiership, the EPL, has caught up to La Liga overall in Europe. It hasn't, because Madrid and Barca have dominated the UEFA Champions League in recent years. So we won't know until three, four, five years down the line. It's trending in the right direction, but Liga MX still is the powerhouse of this region, and MLS can only get there by actually winning this competition. But it's going in the right direction. And that's all we have time for on this edition of Winging It with Zakawani. As always, thanks for tuning in, listening. Subscribe on any platform you use for podcasts. We're on there. Just subscribe, like, comment, follow, do all of that. We appreciate it and I do see it. As always, send your questions in with um, the hashtag AskZak. I'll do my best to answer them. We'll be back to recap the Sounders hopefully win in Mexico when they go up toe-to-toe against Chivas Guadalajara. I'm Steve Zakawani, and this has been Winging It with Zakawani. <laughs>